gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I want to talk about what's changed between 2019 and 2023. Because if you're like me, you're everyone talking about Super Bowl rematch. And there's no way after this much time that the same players could be on the team, right? Not everything can be the same. So I thought it'd be very interesting to go see not only the players involved, the coaches involved, but even how these teams were playing from 2019 to 2023, and what has changed? Because these teams are different now. There's going to be core players that are going to be the same. There's going to be coaching staff. So there's going to be philosophies that are going to stay the same, and how these teams want to play each other is going to be similar. But overall, these are two different style of football teams than they were the last time. You have players on each side that are just different. You have different styles in which – they get the job done. Now, they both made it to the Super Bowl, so they're both really good football teams, but finding the ways that they did it and how it matches up with the other is one of the most fun things to do. So in this episode, I'm going to go into 2019 player rosters, 2023, talk about the differences, talk about the differences in the stats and how each of these teams have been winning, uh, how much difference there actually is between you know, a Steve Wilkes-led defense compared to a Robert Sala-led defense and also Steve Spagnuolo's defense in 2019 compared to 2023. What areas and strengths are really good? What areas and weaknesses they have now? And I think it could be interesting. I think a lot of the things that I found out were interesting uh, that maybe I didn't think when I initially saw this matchup. I thought it was going one way or the other. I thought maybe that, you know, things had changed a lot even in how they won, but I found it wasn't entirely that different. Uh, so it's going to be a fun one. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On that push for 5K, 30 subscribers away. So you can be uh, the reason I get to my goal of 5K by the Super Bowl. And then if you're listening on audio platform, 40 yards cutback on Believe, please give it a five-star rating. And if you're going to bet on the big game, it's time to bet with Bet Online. It's playoff time, and the usual suspects are headed to Vegas for the championship. And our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from coin toss to the color of the Gatorade, Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get in on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. And so I'm going to just start with the coaching staff because. I wanted to to go over who exactly is pulling the trigger uh, for each part of these teams. And when you look at what happens, you got Andy Reid, number one. And Andy Reid has been phenomenal uh, for a long time. He had taken all those Eagles teams to the NFC Championship games. And then one of those trips to a Super Bowl was unable to get over the hump. But he did get over the hump in 2019. That was the big game that he needed to win. It was Kyle Shanahan, the young upstart coach. Uh, versus Andy Reid, who had been around for a long time, but had never got that success of winning a Super Bowl. And of course, Andy Reid got it done that day. His offense has been dynamic uh, with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. 
they have just been really good. Now, the sum of parts are definitely different from 2019, but the offensive theme, philosophy, and the way that they want to attack are very similar. So read uh, means that you're going to keep things the same. On the 49ers side of the football, you're going to have the same thing. You're going to have consistency because Kyle Shanahan is still the play caller. But what Kyle wants to do, his overall thought process is going to be the same. Now, the sum of parts are different. The way he attacks you is a little bit different. Uh, but the overall message of what the offense is trying to do from play to play is pretty similar. He wants to tie things together using the run game, marry that with the, uh, the passing game, and get a really good play action flow going. So you've got the eerily similar uh, methods to go ahead and attack on offense. And then on defense, that's where you're going to get a change. Steve Spagnola is still one of the best defensive coordinators, and he consistently puts out really good defense uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they are absolutely aggressive, especially on third down with blitzes. Uh, that's something we're going to get into all during this week is how effective the Kansas City Chiefs are with the blitz in 2023. And then also Brock Purdy's effectiveness in beating the blitz. It's going to be a huge topic this week. But Steve Wilkes is the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, and we are a couple of D coordinators removed from that now. Uh, Robert, or from Robert Sala. Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator in 2019. And uh, now it's Steve Wilkes. And, of course, during the middle of that, we went with the great D'Amico Ryans. Uh, but the 49ers have had success with several defensive coordinators. Now, this Steve Wilkes defense has been under fire. Uh, they are often criticized and sometimes praised for the adjustments that he makes. But I think everyone has a different feel for the defense. And the truth is, this incarnation of the 49ers defense is drastically different than 2019. 2019's defense and defensive line was predicated almost primarily on pass rush. They wanted to get home, and they wanted to get home fast. Nick Bosa was a rookie. You had uh, E. Ford on the outside who had played for the Chiefs previously, and he was predicated on speed and getting to the quarterback quickly. And then on the interior, you had Buckner and Armstead who could both pass rush. Uh, and, you know, Armstead more so was a better run defender than Buckner. But 49ers went after you. Uh, and tried to get after Patrick Mahomes consistently in that game, where now you see it, it's a little bit different style of defense. You have some bigger bodies, guys like Javon Kinlaw. Uh, it's, a, it's a different cast of characters, but this is going to make for an interesting game because uh, Andy Reid is a very accomplished coach, and that's going to make for some good matchups. So let's look over at Kansas City. Let's check out the starters that they still have from the 2019 Super Bowl team. Of course, Patrick Mahomes, the most notable He's at the quarterback position. Travis Kelsey uh, gets a lot of attention these days for a variety of reasons. I know him primarily for his football, and uh, he's very good uh, tight end. He gets open consistently. Everyone knows how good Travis Kelsey is. Chris Jones, the great defensive lineman, going to be an absolute game wrecker. He was in 2019. He'll be one in 2023. Uh, they are mainstays. If you look at this team, those are the three mainstays that are going to make an impact. And you got a core group. The 49ers have a core group. The Chiefs core group is a lot smaller and thinner uh, because of how much money they have to pay Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. They make a lot of money, but they've been able to formulate and build a team around them to consistently get back to the big game. They've had to do it the right way, and they've done a pretty good job. Then kicker Harrison Butker was on the 2019 team, and he's on this one. And then James Winchester, the long snapper, uh, the the other guys, so five guys who are considered starters, of course, the big three, and then the special teams unit. So they've had a lot of changes since then. Now, who are some role players that were on both teams? 
Well, of course, Nick Allegretti, the offensive lineman, could get a start if Joe Thune is, is not able to play in the Super Bowl. So Allegretti, he's, he did play during the Super Bowl game. It could be, again, that he plays this time, and that would be a huge loss. No Thune means a little bit more opportunities on the inside for Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. And then Nicole Hardman. And, of course, Hardman almost wasn't on this team this season. He was with the Jets early on and a, a late-season trade or right before the trade deadline. He comes back. So wholesale changes for the Kansas City Chiefs as far as the team. I mean, uh, back in back in the day, the 2019, LaShawn McCoy was one of their running backs. Uh, Tyree Kill, of course. Sammy Watkins were big-time con- contributors on the offensive side of the ball. And their offensive line is basically entirely different. Uh, they have changed out every single one of those pieces. And anyone that watched the Super Bowl the next year against Tom Brady knows Patrick Mahomes didn't have much of an offensive line the next year. Mitchell Schwartz was hurt, and they had to make some adjustments. And now they're different. And the defense is no different than that. Um, they have pretty much everyone gone from that team. I mean, Tyron Matthew, um, he was he was the strong safety Charvarius Ward was one of their starting cornerbacks with Rashad Breeland. And so it's a wholesale change for them on defense as well. And I found that very interesting that they only really have the three main cogs. Uh, the other guy who's on the team is Derek Ndami. He is on the IR. So he was on 2019 and he's on 2023, but he won't be playing in this game because he's on the IR. Uh, for the 49ers, uh, they have nine guys who are on the roster in 2019 how many of those guys are were a, a part of it really um not as many but uh, these guys made some these guys are big time and these guys are going to understand what this moment means so you got Debo Samuel of course and Debo was a rookie in 2019 and he was coming into his own at the end I don't know if he really understood how big of an opportunity that was uh, he definitely knows now so Debo George Kittle uh George Kittle of course famously said I will get back to this game but another starter uh, Kyle Juszczyk is a, a, was a, a starter on that football team. Ross Welly, of course, had a bigger impact in 2019. This year, he will not be playing in the Super Bowl, but then he was tied in, too. Just kind of illustrates where the 49ers roster is. And then on defense, you had Eric Armstead, uh, a mainstay on this 49ers defensive line as they chose Armstead over Buckner because of, of, of various reasons. But uh, the blueprint, a big part of this team. Trey Greenlaw. Greenlaw was a rookie, and it was it was Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and Quan Alexander. And going back and watching that game film, Quan Alexander missed a lot of tackles. That's going to be something that's going to be huge in this game. Oren Burks last week was targeted pretty consistently. That could be a part of Andy Reid's game plan. We'll go into all that during the week. But Dre Greenlaw was a rookie. And, of course, all-pro Fred was in his second season in the NFL this is a different Fred Warner than it was in 2019, and he was a really good linebacker in 2019. Fred Warner is an absolutely brilliant linebacker in 2023, the best in the business. He could do it all. He understands concepts better than that uh, time then. So this is a different Fred Warner. It's a different Drake Greenlaw than we saw then. So linebacker play could be a little bit better. Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, of course, was on the roster and a special teamer, and Mitch Wisnowski was a rookie punter for the 49ers, and he's been a good weapon for the 49ers all season. So when you look at some of the players that the 49ers were counting on uh, back in that season, it's a little bit interesting. Of course, Joe Staley was left tackle. This time it's Trent Williams. Um, I would say the 49ers, believe it or not, got better, and I love Joe Staley, but that's just you know something you look at. Uh, at guard, you had Lakin Tomlinson. Of course, he's in New York. 
Uh, back then, you had Person playing right guard. Uh, you had um, you know different guys playing. Ben Garland was playing center for injured Weston Rich- Richburg. Uh, your offensive line was definitely not as accomplished as it is now. I feel like they're a better unit now. You look over at defense, E.J. Jones is gone. Uh, DeForest Buckner, gone. Juan Alexander, Richard Sherman, and Emmanuel Mosley played on the outside. And, of course, Jaquiski Tart and Jimmy Ward uh, played in the secondary at the safety position. So, uh, complete changes for the 49ers when it comes to their roster. They have nine guys returning from that team. So, when you're talking rematch, it's a lot different, the rosters, compared to what it was in 2019. And, of course, we had a couple players that have switched sides. I mentioned Charvarius Ward earlier. He started for the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl in 2019, and he got the victory. And now he's going to be on the 49ers side playing cornerback. So uh, that's a that's a big change and a change in the right way for the 49ers. They lose Ward. That's the 49ers gain. And then Richie James, uh, wide receiver Richie James, was a rookie in 2019 for the 49ers, a kick returner, and then a depth piece at the wide receiver position. He's now on the Kansas City Chiefs, and he handles that duties for the Chiefs. So uh, two familiar faces that have switched sides is Charvarius Ward and Richie James. Now let's look at the offense because in 2019, the offense for the Kansas City Chiefs was all the conversation. Uh, They were absolutely spectacular consistently, and they averaged over 28 points per game on offense. Really, really good offense that season, 28 points. The interesting part was in 2019, the 49ers averaged 29 points per game. I found that interesting. When you looked at how they did it, the 49ers consistently did it on the ground, 144 yards per game on the ground. And then passing, they were under 4,000 uh, with 37.92. So a little bit difference there. When you look at how the Chiefs did it, they were explosive primarily through the air, uh, throwing for nearly 380 yards per game. Uh, or sorry, 280 yards per game. They were explosive, and they had the weapons. Tyree Kill, right? They had Nicole Hardman. He was coming on the scene pretty good. You still had Kelsey. They were Sammy Watkins, too, had a, almost 100 yards uh, receiving in the Super Bowl. So they had dynamic playmakers, and the 49ers were built primarily on the run game. Well, when you look at the 2023 offenses, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are better in the passing game. And they are about equal in the running game. They just it's just about four yards difference between what they did in 2020 or sorry, 2023 and 2019, about four yards difference. Uh they had more y- rushing yards with Raheem Mostert and company that season. It was definitely heavy doses of the run game. When you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, um, you know, they still get it done, but their their passing game is not as effective as it was. Uh the run game is pretty close. So my takeaways from 2019's Chiefs offense and 49ers offense compared to 2023, the Chiefs score about seven less points per game. So the Chiefs averaged just over 21 points per game this season, which when you're looking at Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you might think they are more explosive, but this year they have been a lot more tame. Even their win against the Baltimore Ravens, 17 points. Now, Baltimore Ravens defense, they're, they're pretty darn good. So that makes sense. But they got shut out the entire second half. And when you look at uh, what's going on, you know, with the 49ers, they're way more effective in 2023 through the air than they were in 2019. The offense gets more yards. They score more touchdowns. Brock Purdy uh, doing it big through the air. So 49ers are definitely more effective in the passing game than they were in 2019. The rushing attacks are basically the same. 
when you look at the Chiefs, they average just under 100 yards in 2019 at 98.1, and now they're at 104.9. So they're about six yards per game better on the ground with Isaiah Pacheco compared to you know, what they had uh, with Damian Williams in that run game in 2019. And when you look at the 49ers, uh, the 49ers are rushing for 140.5 yards per game with Christian McCaffrey, uh, where in 2019 they were 104. So 49ers down four yards, Chiefs up six, uh, pretty close as to how these teams still operate and how they want to win uh, 49ers on the ground. Chiefs, very, they want to stay balanced. They want to run, but they want to get Patrick Mahomes opportunities to throw the ball down the field. Uh, the 49ers are the more explosive offense in 2023. In 2019, there was no more explosive offense than the Kansas City Chiefs. All it took was one misplay, and Tyreek Hill was walking in the end zone for a touchdown. Nicole Hardman was walking in the end zone for a touchdown. Sam, Sammy Watkins, they were absolutely explosive play in and play out. Now it's the 49ers. Any moment that the 49ers have the football in their playmakers' hands could be a touchdown. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, these guys make plays consistently. But I thought that was a big difference. The explosive offense now lies in San Francisco, where in 2019 it was Kansas City. Uh, quick take That was quick takeaways from the offense. When you're looking at the defense, uh, these defenses were good in both seasons. Uh, that's the first thing I know for sure is that uh, they were good in both seasons. Now, the 49ers' pass defense in 2019 was spectacular. 169.2 yards per game is what they gave up. The Chiefs gave up 221, which is kind of middle of the road for an NFL defense. But that just shows how much that pass rush in 2019, talked about earlier, completely predicated on pass rush, and the 49ers got it done there. Now, you look at the Chiefs this season in the pass defense department, and now they give up 176. So they're the ones who have the really good pass defense this year. They've basically flipped. Now, the 49ers in 2023, their pass defense didn't give up as many yards, uh, but it's pretty similar when you're looking at stats uh, compared to Chiefs passing defense in 2020, I'm sorry, in 2019, and 49ers pass defense in 2023. They kind of flipped roles in how they are. Now, when you look at the rush defense, uh, the rush defense for the 49ers is actually better than it was in 2019. And that might be hard to believe. Lots of people right now hypercritical of the 49ers pat, or rush defense. And in the playoffs, it has been rough. Uh, they haven't been executing the way they should. They've been giving up too many yards per carry. It just hasn't been the best rush defense throughout the playoffs. But when you look back at 2019, the 49ers were giving up 112 yards per game on the ground. And I think that's why... From 2019 and beyond, the 49ers were looking to go bigger on the interior defensive line with a guy like uh, replacing Buckner with Kinlaw. They're hoping to slow up that run defense or make that sure up that run defense and just make sure they were better at stopping the run. They already had plenty of pass rush, they believed. D. Ford, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and then they were just going to make sure they had a premier run stopper for first and second down. That's what they were trying to do. That was the mindset. And they were better in this season right now than they were then. The 49ers gave up 89.7 yards per game on the ground. And how do you, how are you more successful on the ground? Well, one thing you do is you get and you play with the lead. So part of the reason the 49ers were so good on the ground in the regular season, they consistently played with the lead, which meant, and a lot of times double-digit leads, the offense has to abandon the run game, and they have to go ahead and throw the football to try to catch up. 
and the 49ers were great about getting up on teams, and then the defense played with how they're supposed to. Yeah, they gave up more yardage. That's why you're seeing a little bit more pass yards per game, but they're playing with the lead. The same thing happened to Kansas City in 2019. Their pass defense wasn't as good because they were consistently playing with the lead. If you look at them now, a lot of their games are tight. A lot of the games are under 21 points, uh, both offensively. They don't give up 30-point games to any offense. So everything is still more balanced. People still try to run the ball more. Uh, so it, there has a cause and effect of run game and pass game and why numbers look the way they do. But these give kind of a picture of how these teams play. 2019, Chiefs more explosive. Defensive numbers look different. Offense this year for the 49ers, more explosive. Defensive numbers look different. Run game, they're better. Pass game, uh, it's a little bit more of a struggle as teams try to catch up. But I thought those were very interesting. The other thing I found entirely interesting was the points per game. Uh, the the in 2019, both teams averaged just over 19, are giving up 19 points per game on defense. 49ers at 19.4, Chiefs at 19.5, basically a dead wash. But, you know, 19 points per game was pretty good. Well, you fast forward now to 2023, and both teams give up 17 points per game. The Chiefs, of course, at 17.3, slightly ahead of the 49ers at 17.5. But once again, just eerily close in points differential. Now, when the Chiefs score 21 points on offense, they usually win football games because of how great their defense is. Their defense, like I said a second ago, has never given up a 30-point game this season. So you get in a shootout with the Chiefs, and you don't know if you have enough firepower. Well, the 49ers might have the firepower to do it. So some of the things that I really picked up on from offense and then from defense now is pass defense has flipped. Chiefs are much better than the 49ers. I think a lot of that goes into how the 49ers play you know, with the lead. Rush defense is be was better in 20 uh, rush defense is better than in 2019 for the 49ers and much better. Uh almost like you know, 30 difference, 20 difference. So it's a big difference between the two. It is 20. Uh Chiefs rush defense slightly worse than 2019. And uh that's because teams are able to stay more balanced, they're able to stay with them as the Chiefs are as explosive. You feel like you can stay more in your game plan and keep these games close. 49ers scoring defense better in, in 2019. And better than 2019 and almost identical both seasons. So very interesting so far. Now let's look at another stat that's very interesting is third downs. I'm always interested in third downs because if you can stay on the field on third down, then that means you're going to get long drives. You're going to use clock. You're going to wear down your opponent. And you're going to keep their offense off the field, which is always a good idea when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. But I believe that a lot of time third down conversion rate uh, is pretty you know, pretty accurate in how teams are going to operate during the game and how those things match up. The Chiefs offense in 2019 uh, converted at th on third down at 47%. Very good number. 49ers were at 45, which is, you know, top you know top half of the league, but not, cr not quite everywhere uh, you really wanted to be, you know. And then when you look at the 49ers in 2023, they're 47%. So they've taken that step up. And if you equal playoff numbers, they're up over 48%. They're getting close to 49. They went 50% against a Detroit Lions defense that was giving up 36% on third down. So very effective for the 49ers. The Chiefs aren't as good on third down as they were in 2019. They are 43%. So their third down you know, abilities have definitely went down. And here's, here's the takeaways. This is what was interesting. The Chiefs forced more third downs and converted are, are forced into more third downs and converted less of them. 
So in 2023, the 40, uh, the the Chiefs had a hundred and I'm sorry, 216 third downs, and they converted on 107 of them. So they had 216, and they converted on 107. So uh, they had more third downs where they had to face, and they converted on less. Where the 49ers saw more third downs and converted on more of them. So the 49ers were getting to third down more, but they converted more of them than they have. So it's just an interesting stat on third downs that I find cool. And I'm always looking at third down defense because I think it's important. Uh, So here's the third down defense uh, when it comes to how the 49ers play. The 49ers were elite in 2019 on third down. They only gave up 33% of third down conversions. I mean, that is elite. That's where uh, the the top defenses in the league are. You want to be anywhere near 30, between 30 and 35%. It's fantastic. They were 33%, one of the best in the league about getting off the field on third down. The Chiefs in 2019 were 37%, one of those top-level, top-five defenses getting off the field on third down. That is something they're consistently good at because guess what? This year, 37% again. So Steve Spagnuolo's defense gets off the field. They put pressure on you. They make third and longs, and they get off the field. So you've got to be diligent on first and second down and staying on schedule and creating third and shorts because if not, they're going to do a good job at stopping you. Look at the 49ers defense in 2023. This has been one of the weaknesses compared to some of their great defenses. They don't consistently get off the field on third down, 40.5% during the regular season. And really, they in the playoffs, it hasn't got better. Detroit over 50%. So they've got to make sure that they are consistently better on third down. You have to get off the field against Patrick Mahomes. Can't give him extra opportunities. So third down defense, a big weakness compared to what it was in 2019 for the 49ers where they are now uh, bottom half of the league, and the Chiefs are just as good at getting on and off the field on third down. Uh, so they are one of the best at doing it. And when you're looking at turnovers, that's another huge aspect to the game. When we went into that game in 2019, that Super Bowl, the Chiefs were plus eight in turnover differential with the 49ers at plus four. Uh, 49ers had 23 turnovers, which isn't terrible. It's it's kind of it's not one of the elite statuses, but it's not terrible. It's kind of middle of the road uh, for as far, as far as turnovers, and they just didn't create as many takeaways. They had 27 takeaways that season, um, so still good, just not as good as you would like. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo threw 13 interceptions, and then the 49ers had 10 fumbles. So Chiefs were way better in turnover differential in 2019 than the 49ers plus four. When you look at 2023, this is where the change really happens. The 49ers forced more takeaways. They have 28 takeaways. And then when they're having giveaways, they have five less. So the 49ers are plus 10 in turnover differential in 2023. That's fantastic. And you've seen in these games, they win the turnover battle against Green Bay. They win the game. It's even versus Detroit. They win the game. You don't lose the turnover battle. You have an opportunity to win the game. And when it comes to the Chiefs, they have been bad this season. They have 28 turnovers Uh, This year, they've given the ball away a lot. 17 interceptions, 11 fumbles, uh, not exactly what you're wanting to do. And then you look at their defense, and they only have taken the ball away 17 times. Eight interceptions, nine fumbles. They are a minus 11 turnover differential. The fact that they're in the Super Bowl uh, is just saying something about how they've turned that around. They are on the plus side of turnovers in the playoffs. But that just shows that they are prone to turning over the football, making mistakes. If you force the issue, you have the opportunity. So 49ers protect the ball better and create more takeaways 
uh, and that could be pivotal in this game. And the 49ers are an astounding plus 21 in turnover differential. Uh, when you're plus 10 and they're minus 11, that's one of the biggest margins I've seen all year. And I looked at uh, turnovers and I've looked at this the entire season. Uh, that is crazy to me how much of a difference that is. Uh, 49ers have definitely done a good job at making sure they protect the football. So as you can see, these two teams, uh, though they are similar in some states, are entirely different. Yeah, it's a matchup of 49ers versus Chiefs, but the incarnation of these two teams is entirely different. How the offense and defense is planned to attack are probably pretty similar. Now you're going to get different wrinkles when you have Steve Wilkes and, and different wrinkles because you've seen these teams play each other before. But ultimately, it's going to be a fun game to watch because you have two really good defenses and two pretty good offenses. Yes, the offense for the Chiefs is not as dynamic as it was in the past, but anytime you have Patrick Mahomes at the helm, you have to believe he can make some plays. So this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, now that I've went through it and seen what's the difference between 2019 and 2023, I'm really ready to get into this 2023 uh, Kansas City Chiefs team, go through the matchups, talk about all these you know, uh, players and how they match up against the 49ers because it's going to be interesting. And lots of content is going to be coming out this week. I hope you guys will all come to the channel and check out everything. Uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio platform, I really appreciate you. Uh, thanks so much for all the subscriptions I've gotten recently. Uh, it, it means a lot. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The game starts here. I hope I'll catch you guys all in the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.